For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's your boy Tevin Jameer back at it again with another episode of the Hate It or Love It podcast. And before I really get into this episode, I do want to apologize for not coming out with an episode on Tuesday. But the reason that happened is because the guest that I was supposed to have, um, he pretty much flaked. And, you know, ain't no ain't no bad blood or anything like that. Ain't no ain't no you know, negative feelings towards him. It just, you know, he just didn't show up. He, he basically just flaked. So it is what it is. I would say that really the communication just wasn't there. But like I said, it ain't nothing to me. At the end of the day, you know, we going to keep this show rolling. And I just feel bad for not putting out the episode because I've been told y'all that like every Tuesday, I want to stay consistent with the show. But you know, sometimes stuff like that comes up and I'm not able to release an episode on Tuesday. So that's why I'm doing an episode now. And, you know, I just wanted to make up for this week because I know you guys expect, you know, episodes every week. So once again, sorry for not putting out an episode on Tuesday, but you know what they say, it's better late than never. So Let's get into it. Now, this one ain't going to be too long of an episode because, like I said, this is kind of like just a makeup episode since I didn't drop one on Tuesday. But I don't really have too many topics planned. So maybe this one really might not be that long. But I just wanted to give you all something just to, you know, just to hold you all over. I have talked to my guest that's supposed to be on next week. So expect an episode next Tuesday. But, you know... I'm just dropping this now so that y'all have something for this week. But all right, enough talking. Let's get into it. And the first topic that I want to talk about, and I haven't really talked about this yet because the last episode was with my cousin. But what I wanted to talk about is how 2023 is going so far. And I know it's kind of early to be talking about this since really it hasn't even been a I mean, it pretty much been a whole month yet, but like the month hasn't ended yet. So, yeah, I mean, you know, how has 2023 been? For the most part, I would say that 2020, 2023 has been cool for me right now. Like, it ain't nothing too crazy. 
like I said, it's it's really only been one month, so you know, nothing too crazy has happened, but 2023 has been cool so far. You know, um as far as my personal life, you know, one of the things is you know, I I'm working on myself a lot. I'm working on like my mental health and stuff like that, and for the most part, I would say that I'm definitely doing better than I have been for these past few years. So mentally, I'm doing pretty good. Physically, you know, I'm trying to discipline myself and go to the gym a lot more. So, you know, physically, I'm, I'm not there yet, but I'm gonna get there. Um, you know, my friends, they doing good, my family doing good. So personal life has been, you know, pretty decent. Um, one of the things for 2023 that I will say has been really good you know, so far has been the films that came out this year. I have a strong feeling that 2023 is going to be an amazing year for films because, okay, you know, it's only been January, so I can talk about January releases. Um, if you guys are in the film, basically, you know that for the most part, January releases are typically seen as movies that studios don't really have that much faith in so basically they'll release it in january if they think the movie is bad or they'll just release it in january so that people will forget about it you know as the year goes on and typically january releases are not considered a good thing but i will say that this year january releases has been really good um megan is easily one of my favorite films of the year so far. Like I said, it's only been one month, so... But it was so good to me that I can see it, you know, staying in my top three, maybe even top five, you know, when I do my end-of-the-year episode again. Like, I can see Megan staying up there because, for one, it basically was a mixture of two of my favorite genres, horror and comedy, so I love the mixture and... You know, Megan was a lot better of a movie than I thought it was going to be because when I saw the trailer, I was thinking it was just going to be like a killer doll movie. But I like how it had a lot more to say, you know, about, you know, kids and technology and parenting. And I feel like you get more of a story out of it than, you know, than if you're just going in expecting just a killer doll movie, which you get that. Don't get me wrong. You definitely get that. But it's a killer doll movie that had something more to say to it. And the other movie I want to praise is Missing, the new movie with Storm Reed and um, Nia Long in it. And that movie, I didn't see it when it came out, but like a week or two before the film officially came out, um, Regal was doing a mystery movie night. And I wanted to go see it. I always try to go to the mystery movies because, you know, it's kind of cool to not know what movie you're going to see. But it's also cool to think that you're going to see a movie that hasn't been released yet. So when they said they were going to do a mystery movie night, I asked one of my friends to come with me. And me and my friend, we enjoyed it a lot. I mean, they enjoyed it. (laughs) They enjoyed it like... 10 times more than me. They gave it a 10 out of 10. I gave it an 8 out of 10. And I mean, there was nothing bad with the movie, really. Like, But I say that so far, January releases were pretty good. And that gives me a really good you know, feeling that 2023 is going to have a lot of great films. There is only one movie I've seen this year that wasn't really good 
you know, when I saw it in theaters. Uh, it was that new horror movie, Skinamarink, and I was very, like, I saw the reviews were very polarizing. I personally didn't like it. I've seen a lot of people that do like it. So it's one of those films that you got to go in, you know, first off, go in knowing what you're going to expect. But also, it's just one of those films where I didn't, I personally think it's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. But other people think it's a masterpiece. So that's just my only personal bad movie that I've seen this year. But to be fair... It was a 2022 film that got a theatrical release in 2023. So every film thus far I've seen in 2023, you know, that was theatrically released in 2023 has been good, has been decent to great to, you know, good and stuff like that. I also saw House Party, which I didn't think was going to be bad, but... I thought it would have been better, but for the most part, it was still a decent movie. It's still like a movie to put on when, you know, you ain't got really much else to watch. And I don't mean like that in a bad way, but like, you know, it's just a cool movie to put on. My friend said it was basically uh, if you bring a girl to the crib and you just trying to hit type movie. I was like, yeah, I mean, it works for that, too. But, you know, um, House Party was pretty decent. So I would say that January to me, is a really good sign that we're going to get a good year of films because this is the first time in a long time that I've actually seen... Actually, this is the first time ever where I've seen multiple good movies in January. Like, every other year, when I go to the movies in January, there's probably only one good movie and then the rest of it is horrible. But this is the first, you know, year where January releases were consistently good Besides that one movie, but it was technically a 2022 film. So, yeah. Um, and then even movies that are to come in the future. I already touched on that a little bit in um, my end of the year episode. So, I won't rehash that. But just know that the next major movie that I plan on seeing in theaters is Ant-Man. And best believe I bought my tickets. I will be there. And I will definitely talk about it around the time that, you know that film comes out. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, you know, everything else is, everything else has kind of been slow. There ain't last I checked, there ain't really been no big music releases. There ain't been no like video game releases that I know of yet. So yeah, I will say, you know, 2023 has somewhat been decent so far. And Maybe this year will finally be the good year in the 2020s decade. I will say that the biggest thing that I cannot wait for as far as 2023 is this trip to Miami that me and my friends are planning. So that's the major thing. You know, I'm saving my money for that. You know, I'm looking at all the spots. Hey, if anybody from Miami or Florida or anybody that has been to Miami is listening on YouTube, leave a comment. Let me know like some good spots in Miami to chill at that won't break my bank. That won't break my bank account. So um, let me know if you guys have been to Miami and let me know like some of the best spots and whatever. Um, besides that, and the next thing I really want to touch on is big plans for the year, which I mean, as far as big plans for the year for me, I already said it in my end of the year episode, really just 
the short film that I want to work on. Me and my friend has a uh, TV show idea that we're working out right now. Um, you know, me and my friend have just been talking about doing a lot of short films and stuff like that. So really, I think those are considered my big plans. I already set my, you know, my goals for next year and that episode and my end of the year episode. So that's about it. But one of the things that I definitely want to touch on is a lot of the video ideas that I've been having for my channel. And if you follow me on Instagram, you already know that two of the video ideas that I have is one. My favorite film company is a 24. If you obviously you, if you live under a rock, you probably have never heard of a 24 or you probably haven't heard of a 24, but you definitely know one of their films because they're the people behind um, works like Euphoria, Midsommar, um, Uncut Gems. They're behind a lot of these, you know, art house type films that you've been seeing for the past few years. And even some of their movies don't come off as, you know, art house or, you know, deep you know, ideal, idealistic type movies. Like they also have films like bodies, 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 where it's not really that deep of a film, but it still has a message about the generation of now. So like their films are very message heavy, but sometimes the message won't be too obvious so that, you know, even people that aren't deeply in the film can enjoy it as well. And they're my favorite studio because I love the creativeness of their films. I love how, you know, filmmakers are able to tell the, you know, the story that they dream of telling with that company. And, you know, like I said, I love their studio. I love, you know, most of the films that I've seen from them. There's a few that I don't really like, but, you know, for the most part, they're my favorite studio, and anytime, you know, I see... Actually, it's funny, because me and my friend Al, if they release a trailer for any of their films, it doesn't matter what director, it doesn't matter, like, what genre, when they release a trailer for their films, me and Al shares it, like, every single time with each other, and we always discuss, like, oh, what what's the crazy thing that's gonna be in this movie, or what's the message about... Or what's the message gonna be in this movie? So, me... And Al, you know, that's our favorite, you know, um, film studio. But my big video idea is that I'm going to sit down and watch every single A24 film up to, you know, when I edit the video. Because, you know, they're going to keep coming out with video. I mean, they're going to keep coming out with film. So what I plan on doing is just sitting down watching every single A24 film up to a certain point when I really start, you know, editing the video together. So any other, you know, film that releases after that, maybe I'll do an update video in the future or whatever. But, you know, I want to watch every single one, even ones, especially the ones that I haven't watched yet. And I just want to rank them all. That even involves me, um sitting down and rewatching the ones that I already watched because I want to be fair about it because, you know, I want to go into these films, you know, judging them against each other. So I'm not going to gloss over ones that I've already seen because you never know, you know, rewatching, you know, this studio's history. Maybe I could wind up liking one of the films that I've never seen before over a film that I love from them now already. So you never really know. So that's why 
and this is going to be a long process. I, I don't know when I'm going to start that video. All I know is that it's probably going to be one that's going to take up hella like hella long time on some like ls mark who does like all those um tv show rankings like family guy and simpsons it's probably going to take me a long time to do that so i'll let y'all know when i'm going to start it and i'll also let y'all know if i'm going to need a break from the podcast to do it but just know that that is definitely a video that i do want to do sometime this year besides that um the other video that I said I was thinking about making on uh, Instagram is also one of my favorite artists, especially as of right now, is Rod Wave. And I want to do, you know, a ranking video for Rod Wave. Now, I'm going to start that one soon. But the problem with Rod Wave's video is that I love Rod Wave's music too damn much. Like... My, my biggest issue with why I haven't even started recording for the video yet is because I don't even know how to rank his songs. Like, I love his music so much. I don't even know how to rank the songs because I feel like, you know, I'll come up with a list like, all right, this is number one. This is number two. This is number three. And then literally the next day later, I'll be like, wait, no, I want to switch these around. Like, that's how much I like his music. It's to the point where I really can't even rank them. So just know that when I do this video, just know that when I do this video and that you guys do see the ranking in the video, it's a loose ranking because any of these songs could switch at any given moment because that's just how much I love his music. It's not like, you know... It's not like how I was with my ex video where I know like, okay, this song is definitely here. This song is definitely here. It's not like my YG video where I'm like, this song definitely is number one. This song is definitely number five. Rod Wave's music is good to me to where number five could go up to number one one day. And then number one could go to number 12 one day. Just And, the, and it's not even because the song is lacking. It's just because I'm feeling this song more right now. So, and I, and I, I think the reason that I'm like that with his music is I tell my friend this all the time. I'm trying to get her to like, listen to more Rod Wave, but it's because, um, he, he does a perfect mixture of R&B and rap to me. I think I said it before, but R&B is like my favorite genre of music. You know, a lot of people expect me to say rap, but rap is a close second. But the only reason that I put uh, rap underneath is just because, you know, I feel like I, I feel like there's a lot more iconic and classic and just more lovable albums from R&B to me. I feel like there's a lot of better R&B acts to me. But I will say that I also see rap more as a sport than a genre. So that's probably why I also put it at number two. But basically, Rod Wave, it, he found a way to do like a perfect mixture of R&B and rap. And, you know... He says a lot of things that are truly on my mind. Like, listening to Rod Wave's music, it's almost like he's speaking from my mind. Like, my mind has actually made an album. So, that's why I love his music so much. Because, you know... And he's raw, too. He talks about his emotions. He talks about, you know, the things that he's going through. He talks about life. And the thing is, he says it in very raw lyrics. And, like, like I said, the thoughts that I be having, he puts it down on pen and paper. Which is, like, crazy to me. So... 
And also, it's funny, too, because, you know, me and my friend was talking about why I love Rod Wave's music so much. But I also brought up how I love Lil Tecca's music. I also brought up how I love Beyonce's music. And the funny thing is, they're all Virgos, just like me. So maybe it's just that Virgo mind. But some of my favorite artists that I, like, am obsessed with their music are also Virgos because I'm obsessed in Beyonce's music. I'm obsessed in Lil Tecca's music. And recently I've gotten obsessed in Rod Wave's music. So maybe that's why I say like, you know, they're just putting my thoughts onto their songs because Virgos, we think alike. So, um, yeah, that, that video is definitely going to be one that I definitely feel like doing. And I guess the last two, you know, big video ideas that I'm thinking about is um, two are for the podcast. One thing I definitely want to do, I want to do an Instagram live episode of the podcast because, you know, like I said on the first episode, it doesn't matter how I record these episodes to me. It's just, you know, I don't really care how I, how I film or record these episodes. I've told people that, you know, I can, I'll get on the phone with them and just put my phone on speaker and like, you know, record it that way. Just like how I'm doing audio, uh, episode right now. And other videos are, I mean, other episodes are like video and audio episodes. Me, I just want to do an Instagram live video episode because I feel like that one will be very interactive. So I don't know what guest I'm going to do that with, but I would like to do like an Instagram live episode where I can interview them. You know, people can watch and they can like ask questions right there on the fly. So I really want to do that one day. And like I said, I don't know which guests I'm going to do that with or guests. I could do, you know, a group episode, but I would prefer probably one guest because if you do groups, then you have to worry about everybody's Wi-Fi. So, you know, one day I just like to do like, you know, an Instagram live episode. And the good thing about Instagram live is that you can save the lives. So, you know, I can always just save the live and I can just release it later for you guys that hasn't watched it live. So that's one thing I definitely want to do. The other thing is I want to do more group episodes this year. Now, you guys know I'm going to do my one-on-ones, of course, but I really want to work into group episodes. And I was supposed to do two at the end of last year, but, you know, scheduling conflicts. I think I said that before, but group episodes is definitely a must. I have a lot of ideas for like group episodes and I don't want to spoil none of it. So I'm going to keep it to myself, but just know that group episodes are definitely a must, you know, later this year, definitely want to do that. And I guess the last two topics that I really want to talk about kind of involve love. And I mean, I know this is a very sharp turn from a lot of the things I've been talking about so far this episode, but I guess this also somewhat ties in because 2023 so far has kind of been the year of love, you know, for me. And I'm not saying that I'm in a situation with anybody. I'm not in no relationship with anybody or anything like that. Hell, I don't even... I don't know. I feel like I'm in some situations with people, but I don't even know where I stand with those people yet. So, yeah, I don't even know where I'm at right now. But basically, this isn't really about me, but this is just more about the conversations that I've been having with people about love and relationships recently. Like, 
the the topic that I've really been talking about with people is soulmates and does everybody have them? And the reason I've been talking about this lately is I've been going through a lot in relationships these past few years. You know, if you guys watched any of my old videos before I hid them and stuff like that or deleted them, you guys know that I've definitely had my share of breakups and stuff like that. And, you know, my friends also have a lot of situations going on with women in their lives. And even my female friends have stuff going on, you know, with the guys in their life. And it's just like when I talk to them, we somewhat always get on the conversation of soulmates and finding that one. And I guess the thing that I really want to talk about is does everybody really have a soulmate? And that has been a very controversial opinion that me and my friends have been talking about. And the reason I say it's been a controversial opinion is I'm of the group where everybody doesn't have a soulmate. I believe that everybody goes through life and not everybody is going to find love. They're not going to find that person that they grow old with and have kids with. Or maybe I should clarify because personally me, I feel like soulmates don't just have to be romantic. I feel like they could be people that you just mesh with on a deeper level than you mesh with anybody else. Like not speaking romantically, but I feel like I have a couple of friends that are soulmates for me. And like I said, it's not romantic, but you know, some of my friends get me in ways that other people just don't get. Sometimes, sometimes these friends can see or know how I'm feeling even without me saying anything. And it's almost like everything just kind of comes easy. Like, Okay, for example, my friend Josh that I had on the podcast, we were talking about like love and relationships. And I said this, I said this to him, too, where I was like, you know, I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like everybody is going to find life. I mean, find love and life. And sometimes, you know, even recently, I feel like I'm not going to be one of those people. I feel like I'm not going to find that person that I'm going to grow old with and stuff like that. And. He was, you know, he was encouraging me saying that, you know, it's also about trying to find that person. And, you know, he was saying that, you know, I was I said something like um, it's hard for me to find. I don't think I'm going to find anybody, partly because a lot of people don't understand me. I, I, I always tell people all the time, sometimes I feel like I'm the most misunderstood person ever. And Josh was saying that that's when you're going to know, you know, that connection with someone is special, whether it's romantic or friendship wise, because that's how me, Josh, even my friend Corey, that's how we are, because, you know, not many other not many people understand us, especially me. Not many people understand me, but Josh and Corey understand me in ways that a lot of people just wouldn't understand. And the crazy thing is. We could go months without talking. We could probably go a year without talking and we'll pick right back up like nothing has ever changed. So, you know, that's when I feel like it's a real soulmate connection. Like like I have to keep saying, it's not even a romantic thing, but I feel like soulmates are just people that can get you on deeper levels than anybody else can. Things just come easy and, you know, 
you can go a long time without talking, but it's like that experience, that love that you guys have for each other will always still be the same. I even feel like that about my friend Kirsten. We don't even talk that much, but whenever I do talk to her, it's like nothing has ever changed. So, you know, on a friendship level, I feel like, you know, soulmates just aren't, you know, romantic. I feel like that can even happen with friends. Even with romantic soulmates i feel like there's soulmates that can come at any point in life and maybe they're only there meant to be just for a season and then they just leave so i feel like you know soulmates i feel like soulmates are just more than romantic than like you know a lot of what society likes to push but in terms of looking at romantic soulmates and people that you're going to grow old with and stuff like that, I tell my friends that I don't think like I know that everybody in this earth does not come on earth and get that. We all don't have that person we grow old with. Some of us, we're going to come on this earth. We may meet someone. We may have kids with them, but it could just end right there. We could wind up getting divorced from that person. Maybe we realize that we're just better as friends or something like that. You know, my friends, I have like two different friend groups and I'm sitting here thinking, what are the odds that all of us are going to find that person? We're going to get married. We're going to have kids and we're just going to grow old with those people. I find it very slim and I, I'm not trying to be, you know, negative or anything like that. And actually, I'm going to explain why I don't see it as a negative thing, but I just kind of wish that society would be more upfront about the fact that not everybody is going to find, you know, that love that they're going to have for the rest of their lives. And that's why people call it a blessing. That's why people say, you know, and I'm just speaking, you know, from my experience because, you know, I am a Christian and, you know, a lot of the music and film and even people that I hear talk about people that they grow old with. That's why they call it a blessing. That's why they say God sent me an angel or God sent this person to me. That's why I believe like, you know, not everybody is going to have that blessing, but in a way, you know, it doesn't always have to be that you're not blessed, even if that person doesn't come. Because one thing I do want people to acknowledge, and like I said, when I say that not everybody is going to have a partner that they grow old with, I don't necessarily mean that in a negative way. Because there's a lot of people that live their lives very happily that don't have a partner that they're growing old with. And some of them might not even have kids. My, my overall reason for saying all of this and you could, and hey, look, I'm human, you know, I'm also young. So maybe partly me saying this is, you know, because I've had a lot of, uh, I had hell of a bad string of relationships for these past few years, but maybe that plays a small part in it. But for the most part, I say this because I know there is people out there that are happy, not married or anything like that. There's people that's happy that's not necessarily looking for, you know, that type of relationship. And I just want society to push the idea that you can also be happy alone. I want society to push more that you can find other things that can make you happy in life. And for me, if I'm speaking, you know, personally on me, I'm someone that's always wanted. I'm a I'm a big lover boy. I'm someone that's always wanted that ride or die relationship. I've always wanted that deep 
connection, relationship, and stuff like that. But here's the thing. I'm not going to, you know, force myself into it. I'm not going to force, you know, anybody into that. I'm going to let life give me whatever it has to give me. I'm going to let God give me whatever he believes that I should get. If there is a woman out there for me, then I'm going to meet her at the right time, at the right moment. And, you know, things will work out as it should. If we have kids together, if we grow old together, you know, that's what I really want. I want that relationship where I can grow old with somebody and have kids and stuff like that. But the type of person I am, I'm also someone that doesn't stress too much about things because I believe that things are going to happen however they're going to happen. Whatever God has planned for you in life, and even if you don't believe in God, Whatever is supposed to happen to you in life is meant to happen. So I'm, I'm, I don't stress too much about things because it's like, I want that. I want to be married. I want to have kids. I want that, you know, successful, long lasting relationship. You know, we're basically together until, you know, the grave, but I'm also positive that even if that woman doesn't come into my life, even if as much as I want kids, even if I don't have kids, I'm going to find that thing in life that is going to make me happy forever. So that's what I believe in. And I just wish society would push that more because I see a lot of people getting into relationships, you know, not even because, you know, that's what they really want to do. But just because society pushes relationships on people, sometimes they think they're ready for a real relationship. And then, you know, things hit the fan and then they realize like, oh no, this is too deep and stuff like that. Sometimes we need to push that. Sometimes you don't need a relationship to be happy with your life. You could be happy, you know, with the career that you want. Maybe you're happy traveling the world and being a hippie and learning about other cultures and stuff. Maybe you could be happy, you know, maybe you do have a kid with someone and that kid makes you happy. Like, there is more things to life than being happy than just having a soulmate. And let me also clarify that my friends aren't arguing against, you know, that there's other things that can make you happy in life. But the main thing is... The main thing that I'm saying is I just wish that we would talk about how there is people that go through life that, you know, don't have soulmates and not everybody is going to have that. So all I'm going to say is, you know, when you do find that person, that's why you that's why you, you know, make it work. That's why you hold them close and, you know, you do everything you can, you know to make that relationship works because like I said, not everybody is going to have that. I'm doing this episode and I don't even know, maybe I can meet that person next week. I can meet them tomorrow. It could even be somebody that I know now, but maybe we just haven't had that conversation that made us see it or something like that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not just about finding that person, but it's just about being happy with what you got. And it's also about, not needing a relationship to be happy. And I feel like that's something that I'm really at in my life right now, which, you know, like I said, I'm young, I'm human. There is moments where sometimes I do feel bad for not having somebody. And sometimes I do feel bad 
thinking like, dang, maybe I really am not going to find that person. But that's the thing. I'm human. I'm young and I'm growing and I'm learning to find that happiness without, you know, needing an external source or an external person or anything like that to make me happy. So that's all I really wanted to talk about in this episode. And if you guys, you know, if you guys have anything to say about everything I said about love or even anything I said before and and throughout the episode, you know, just just let me know. Just put it down in the comments. Just let me know. But at the end of the day, you know, really just do what makes you happy and stuff like that. And like I said, if you guys have anything you want to add to this episode, you know, put in the comments. I know on streaming services, you really can't put comments or anything like that. But if you guys are listening on YouTube, you know, leave comments, say what you got to say. And, you know, I really hope this episode was a good one for y'all because, you know, I really did feel bad that I didn't get to do an episode this week. But like I said, man, you know, Things come up, life comes up, and truth be told, I don't even know the guy's reason for flaking, so maybe he had a good reason, but, you know, you never really know, you don't ever know what anybody else's situation is, so, you know, I I feel bad for not putting out the episode, but that's why, you know, I'm doing this one now, and like I said, my main thing this year is consistency and putting in that work, especially for you guys, because, you know... I appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast. And I know I know I go on these emotional rants at the end of every episode talking about how much I appreciate you guys, but like I really do appreciate everybody that takes their time to listen to me because like honestly, you guys are basically sitting here for an hour or whatever listening me listening to me just ramble on and talk about different things, but you know, that's just out of love and stuff like that and you know I, I really appreciate all my fans, everybody that listens to me, and, you know, I want to keep putting in that work for y'all, so that's another episode of the Hate It or Love It podcast. Like I said, the guest that I have that I'm supposed to film with on Sunday, he said that he is going to be available. It seems like things are actually going to work out with this one, so expect an episode Tuesday. If you don't get an episode Tuesday, just know that you're going to get, you know, an episode later next week. But with all that being said, Tevin Jameer signing now. Have a good day and I'll see you on the next one. Before Sarah discovered ChumbaCasino.com, she enjoyed chamomile tea. Come on, big jackpot. And being in PJs by six. Let's go. The new fun Sarah often thinks about the old boring Sarah and wonders if that Sarah ever really existed. Chumba Casino has over 100 casino-style games. So join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. No purchase necessary. We were created by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Match believes that adults date better. Because when you date as an adult, you get to be a little irresponsible with really responsible people. Rip the clothes off someone who actually knows how to put them away. Fall stupidly in love with someone who's actually really smart. Forget being hot. Get them to ugly laugh. Ready to crush on someone who makes you feel whole? If you know who you are and what you want in a relationship, Match is the place for you. Adults Wanted. Download the Match app today.